LifeWay Leadership Podcast Network. Welcome to EST. If you love the established church, this is the place to have conversations about why the established church matters, how to better serve her, and to hear stories every week about how God is using the church for his glory and our good. The show is hosted each week by Sam Rayner, Josh King, and Micah Fries. We're glad you're here. Hey, and welcome to another episode of EST, the podcast for established church leaders by established church leaders. My name is Josh King. I've got my good friends Micah and Sam on the show today. How are you guys? I'm I'm so excited because we have my favorite Canadian on the show today. Awesome. <laughs> well, and before we introduce him though, Sam, let's yeah. since he's a Canadian, I'm very excited about talking about the soon to be Montreal Rays. Montreal oh. Rays. Yes, oh. let's oh. talk oh. about this. Okay, are announced announced today Montreal? that the Rays are exploring the idea of having two cities being it's from Tampa and Montreal. It's a ploy. Mm-hmm. It's I a so little... badly I gotta be honest with you, Sam, I really badly want it to happen. Well, it's a possibility. Just because of the cool factor? Or I want them just... to bring back the Expos uniforms and name. <laughs> Listen, I'm, I deeply well, want it to happen. If I have to choose between the Blue Jays and the Expos, I'm all about the Blue uh, all about the Expos. Don't get me wrong. Oh, Expos. But <laughs> but it's a ploy. It's a ploy to get a to, to get a ballpark built in Tampa. That's it's not what's work. going on. The, the 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 MLB players union will never allow this to happen. It's just it's it's a gimmick. So oh, please, it's, it's a media gimmick, and it's going to get everyone riled up, and then we're going to get a ballpark built, and so. Everyone play the game. Tampa is not leaving. We're going to get the Tampa Bay Rays. We're recording this so that when Tampa leaves and goes to Montreal, we're playing this back for Sam. Over (laughs) and over and over again. (laughs) Let's let's introduce our guest. Go for it, Sam. Shifley from uh, Okotox, Canada, which is uh, Alberta, actually. And I'm going to let Steve kind of tell a little bit about his church, Foothills Community Church. Um, they are uh, doing some amazing things. And we talk about revitalization and revitalization of maybe areas that, Love that we, topic. we don't typically talk about. Canada is one that seen a lot of good things happen. Steve's a part of that. So, Steve, tell us a little about yourself. Tell us a little bit about your church. Well, okay. So, number one, you did mention I'm Canadian. And uh, I think... Um, that's fine. Um, mm-hmm. we don't but, but I'm Albertan and just, you know, I try to describe this to all of my American friends that Alberta in, in context of Canada is Albertans are Albertans first, Canadian second. So we're kind of like the Texas of Canada. Not Sorry, only man. that, not only that though, um, Alberta, we're an oil and gas province Mm. and we are a conservative province and we pay for the whole rest of the country and so um (laughs) hey that's like so steve yeah half half my family's all from texas and so arrogance and we want to break away and be our own thing away from the country is sort of how i think of texans Mm -hmm. is that how you would describe albertans (laughs) there there's currently over 50 percent of albertans want to leave canada to become our own country so you are texas um, it's like americans until texas succeeds then we're uh we're we're all going back to texas (laughs) Yep, that's yeah. So, um, yeah, there's it's not uncommon to find a, a license plate that says the Republic of Canada or the Republic of Alberta on it or something like I that. I love this. And, that's amazing. Uh, I love yeah. this. So, I when I when we finally do secede and become our own country, um, I'm going to run for politics and insist that uh, everyone has to carry a gun. All the time. Ah, my word. So Texan. You are I a Texan. This. My yeah. word. I love so. you. I love you, Albert. 
Yep. Yep. So 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 everybody should respect your opinion now. Oh yeah, yeah. no, no, much Texan. Listen, (laughs) he's got everybody's attention. So (laughs) this is great. This is great. Steve, tell us tell us a little bit about your church and the revitalization work that's there, and kind of just I love your story. So share a little bit with our listeners about what's happened there. You bet. So I've I've been pastoring here for eight years now, and um, the church was actually very young when I took over. It had been planted four and a half years earlier. And uh, was a part of a, a particular denomination, and um, the the senior pastor or the planting pastor had been called to another church, and uh, and they thought that I was going to be a good fit, and so they asked me to to come. And so much of the language that was being used here, it all sounded very similar to what we were doing in our in our church at that time and where I was at. So we came and discovered that we were. Um, uh, roughly a universe apart from each other, and so it it turned into quite a um, uh, quite an adventure. And so for the next few years, we had uh, all kinds of uh, shenanigans and excitement. And um, you know, the the planting pastor continued to come and had a small group in our church, and he uh, continued to meet with board members and tried to have me fired. And um, wow. it was yeah, it was it was good adventures. And um, was he from Alberta too? <laughs> Yep, yep. Sounds kind of arrogant. Yeah. I like <laughs> yeah. And, I like uh, too. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> now, jo- Josh, I'm kind of enjoying listening to you as a Texan living in Arkansas trying to do an Albertan accent. This is really, really I love funny. it, you know. You know. It's good stuff. <laughs> it's, <yeah. laughs> That's so bad. That's so bad. Sounds Spanish, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you sound more like you're from Quebec now. Oh, and, oh, 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 oh. That's yeah. horrible. I have no idea what the implications of that art but that's awful well you know so and i said that totally horribly anybody from mm-hmm. quebec is going to be very mad that i said quebec it's quebec quebec quebec, quebec. And, huh. yes it's yeah. quebec and we do have listeners in quebec we do. so you know you guys know. up let there. us know if you're from quebec okay yeah and so if you've got listeners from quebec this is this is for them uh je déteste parler français uh, and I just said I hate to speak French. So, um, <laughs> you guns and I hate French, man. You you would fit in in Texas. I can't wait to go. Can't wait. So, um, so yeah. So that was that was some of the excitement. And as we went along, um, you know, I had just kind of thought, well, we're going to continue with what I do in my church, and we were uh, uh, we're going verse by verse through books of the Bible. And so uh, the church that you know where we were uh, or here, this church now. I thought, well, let's start with First Peter. And so we went through First Peter and I made it all the way to chapter three before we had a mutiny and we had like we it looked like we were gonna lose half the church. Mm-hmm. Um because they were like, we're talking about suffering, we're talking about pain, we're talking about disappointment, we're talking about faithfulness in the midst of, of frustration. Uh, and this has nothing to do with the Bible. And so, <laughs> so we went, oh, okay. They needed, they needed to learn they needed a few things to learn, I guess. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so we jumped back out and I did another uh, full year of, uh, of uh, just topical preaching, kind of setting the stage. And then we went back again. But this time uh, I, I went in with a, a slightly easier book and uh, did um, – did a series through Proverbs and just little by little, we watched things, uh, watched things change, things change. And so now we're, um, I think that we would be a, a, a church that we are, we, we tell people that we're, we're Bapticostal. Um, mm. so, um, I, I like that. So yeah. how long have you been there now? So I've been here eight years now and things okay, are fantastic. We are, we're loving it. We weathered all of the, all of the excitement and, um, 
and things have just been moving along. And so now I've been here long enough to be kind of worked into the community or a little bit more into the community. We, and, we, um, we talk about this regularly on the show and in different conversations, but what year uh, would you say that transition to being kind of like, you know, now you're part of it? Now I'm part of it. Um, yeah. You know, I think it took me a little bit longer in our community because okay. – um, because we had so much excitement right from the get-go. So we didn't really have a honeymoon here at all. And uh, and I got kind of sucked by, in. And by excitement, you don't really mean like excitement. negative kind of. Okay. Like oh, yeah. That's something yeah, I yeah. should probably inform you that I, I have a strange vernacular. So, yes, <laughs> excitement to me is anything that raises your blood pressure. So, okay. um, yeah. So it, half the time that you hear me say it was exciting, that means that there was blood. And, um, <laughs> which um, may be exciting to you. Which yeah. it's, it's as exciting to me. So, yeah. So it was, um, yeah. So we had some uh, pejorative excitement uh, along the way. So it took me a little bit longer to, to really turn my focus on to really mm-hmm. getting involved with the community and being able to, uh, uh, really get known outside of the community. But so along what year did you feel uh, like you were there? Year four. Okay. All right. Year four. Yep. Um, I just think that's helpful for the, you know, the, the leader that's in the midst of it. And it's like, man, but you've only been there two years to, it, it comes, it gets better, you know, it, stick it out. It does get better. Yeah. And, uh, and if you can survive it um, sooner or later, like uh, along the way, people who don't like you leave. Um, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> It's just not. the way it is, you know. And- <laughs> yeah, and we, we tend to make so much of that. But, Steve, I love how you say it. It's like, well, if they don't like you, they leave. They, <laughs> or, they, or they pass. You know, <laughs> they, they, uh, yep. they go on to glory. They go on to glory. Well, you know, and that, there's lots of churches that are like that, you know, where you're you're just four funerals away from revival. That's and, right. Uh, That's right. And so you just, uh, yep. So you're not, you're. As you fantasize about those about their funeral, you're just cooperating <laughs> with God's will. Um, but the uh, so, but there's a, you know we had this uh, we'd had this theory a long time ago that um, when people don't like you or when there's all kinds of things going on and people are saying things about you, um, there's no point in both of you feeling awkward. So uh, my wife and I just determined we're going to enjoy people. We've been sent here to love people, and if they don't like us, that's their problem. We're going to like them back. And regardless, and um, and so uh, it it just got more and more fun, and uh, but little by little, you have a church that kind of takes on that same kind of attitude, and and uh, a mm-hmm. leadership that takes on that attitude, yeah. And so um, we have very little drama in our church now, because um, mm-hmm. there's just not we've yeah we've been through lots, and we we understand that those that stuck it out. Yeah. Um, uh, have seen a lot of stuff where they go, oh yeah, that this is nothing now. So, so give it, paint us a picture of the stats. What size is the city that you're in? So our city is about thirty thousand people, and uh, we are about fifteen minutes south of Calgary. So we're within about thirty minutes drive of about three hundred and fifty to four hundred and fifty thousand people. Okay. Um, and I'm looking uh, on a map here for okay, the Americans, yep. that's above Montana. Well, we're yeah we're. Hours above Montana. Okay. Yeah. Um, All right. Yep. I see you there. Yep. And um, and, and the there's dinos- and there's dinosaur bones where he is. Oh, cool. Well, yeah. Well, you can you go to the right church, you'll find dinosaur bones in some of the <laughs> some of the pews. No, but this. Mm, so fantastic. I've I've been to I've been to Alberta. Mm-hmm. I've been I've been your up your way. Um, you know yes. the Canmore area. 
which is stunning. I mean, just absolutely really one of the most beautiful areas of the world. I mean, us Americans look at Canada and we just think there's just a bunch of snow up there. But um, let me tell you, this this is absolutely beautiful there. Um, Calgary's a great town. Mm -hmm. um, And there's – but you can do dinosaur digs. Yep. Hmm. Yep. And uh, yeah, so if you head a little bit east of Calgary, there's a place called uh, Drumheller. And yeah, they've got some of like just massive amounts of dinosaur finds and dinosaur bones. And I'm looking on Google right now. This this your city is beautiful. Just Okotoks. Oh, yeah. I, oh yeah. We, it's beautiful. We live in a stunning place. It's just it's almost as pretty as Texas. I mean, it's just <laughs> right there. Yeah. So tell me about the church size of the church then so, now. So the church, it's okay. It's hard to know exactly what the size of the church was because we had lots of competing. Um, uh, stats on that and facts. When, truths. Yes, when when I got here, um, mm-hmm. I uh, I've taken over two churches now, and both both times I believe I shrunk both churches immediately the first Sunday <laughs> by reporting our stats honestly. So <laughs> right, um, that's happened to me. It wasn't it wasn't the way that you dress, Steve, that <laughs> dr- drove people away. Oh, that's got to be a part of it. And my because attitude and my personality. There's a lot of things that will drive people because away. Because you must be Canada's best dressed man. Oh. Um, for those of you who don't <sighs> know Steve, which is probably all of you, right. the guy is eclectic in his <laughs> choice of clothing. And as somebody who appreciates a little weirdness. Um, Steve wears his clothes like a man and does so with pride. And, and I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm proud to call you a friend just because of the way that you dress. Just because of the Only you could get away with it. Hmm. Yeah. I, I don't know if my closet is more of a, um, wardrobe or if it's a, a closet cause I have costumes. It's costumes. Exactly. Yeah. I have, I think I have five, four or five suede coats. Um, wow. and, uh, and somehow, you know what though, it it ends up working. Um, <laughs> it does for you. Yeah, it does for me. And uh, and a lot of people, it just it helps lower the expectations as well. They they don't know what's going to happen next. So so um, so let's get back so, to the church. So the thing. church. How, so the church was maybe about 120 people when when I got there. And, okay. Um, and. Uh, and doing fairly, and it was fairly exciting. Okay. Um, we were meeting in a in a gymnasium, mm-hmm. at uh, a local rec center gymnasium, and uh, and it was a huge amount of setup. We had um, we had a professional uh, video suite that was all set up. We had hundreds of thousands of dollars of camera equipment. Um, I shouldn't say hundreds, but well over a hundred thousand dollars worth of camera and recording equipment and lights and all kinds of stuff. We had smoke machines and lasers and lights and um, yeah, it was. It looked like a pretty exciting uh, production, um, and we had a rocking band. It was fantastic, um, but um, little by little, um, you know, as as I got to know the church, I found out that the video was going nowhere. It, it was going nowhere. Uh, so we stopped setting up some of that stuff. And little by little, you know, we just kind of started to look a little bit more humble and a little bit more uh, normal. And um, mm. and then and then we were able to find uh, a local theater that, um, well, the only local theater, but that was willing to rent to us on Sundays. And so rather than having to be set up and taken down by, by noon, uh, we were able to get into a space where we could settle in, spend a little bit more time. We didn't have to worry about as much setup, and um, and it was you know really quite fantastic. 
other than the fact that the theater was old and run down. And so, so we rented there for a number of years and just kind of grew um, from there. Uh, we did drop a fair bit, you know, so we were probably about 120 when I took over. By the end of that summer, I, we would, we were averaging about a hundred um, and uh, a Sunday. And then over the next uh, three, four years, we, we were averaging about 150 to 160. Cool. So, Steve, one of the things that I really appreciate appreciate about you is you lead from a place of levity and you enjoy having a good laugh. You enjoy having a good time. Um, you're one of those people that I could literally hang out with you all day long and never get tired of you um, because you're just a whole lot get of tired fun. Of him, though. Um, no, no, no. I, I would wear on people. Yes. No, there's no doubt about that. Uh, trust me. I, I wear on people, too. <laughs> so but tell us about tell us about leading from a place of levity. Tell us about humor. Tell us about how you use that in your leadership. So um, humor is a number one. I've, I've discovered that um, church bullies hate laughing. They hate, mm, they don't. That's good. That's good right there. That's Twitter. That's tw tweetable. That's a yeah. really good point. They right. don't, they, they always want to say, this is serious stuff. This is life and death. And so they, mm -hmm. they try to make a big deal about things. And so they get uncomfortable when you, when you keep things lighthearted. And, um, and so I, I've just tried to control, uh, bullies and those that come to our church, um, or, or want to make our church home with uh, having a sense of humor. So we have a, 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 we don't, unlike churches in the, or towns in the States, in a community of 30,000 people, I kid you not, we have fewer than 10 evangelical churches. We have, mm -hmm. um, we have a Catholic church, a very big Catholic church. We've got a couple Mormon churches. We've got, uh, a, a couple Lutheran churches, uh, um, and, uh, an, another couple mainline churches. And then, uh, I guess there'd be five evangelical churches. And, um, so there's not, we're not really church heavy. Uh, and I've got a good relationship with all the other pastors. And so I knew that one of the other pastors had a group of people that were pretty upset because he had a group of homeschoolers that were pretty upset because he hadn't said adamantly, like unequivocally that he uh, was opposed to old earth creationism. And so they were all worked up and, and up in arms. And, um, uh, they don't dig a lot of dinosaur bones, do they? No, no, uh, apparently not. Or I don't know what they're doing with them. But so they were just they wanted him to, you know, make really, really clear, loud statements. And so it got people worked up. So we ended up with a family that came to our church uh, somewhere along the way there. And I asked, you know, where are you from? And they told me which church. And and I said, oh, man, I love your pastor. Like when I grow up, I hope to be just like him. And um, and then I told them, but <laughs> Everyone here is losing hope, so I'm probably going to have to start cramming. And uh, <laughs> and uh, and they said, yeah, well, that's good. And I said, so what, what brings you here? And they said, well, there's some things going on at our church, and we're maybe thinking we need to go to another place. And I thought, I know what's going on, and I know what they're going to be bent out of shape about. We're probably not the right church for them. Right. So. So I immediately right there said, you know what? I'm going to tell a joke about peeing my pants before the, at the very beginning of the sermon. And, uh, so that's what I did. And, uh, and they decided that we weren't the right church. And, uh, <laughs> and that is, that is absolutely the, a brand new way. I've, I've never heard that before of helping trim through potential members at your church. <laughs> that's fantastic. Yeah. It's, uh, well, 
it I don't know if it's advisable, but it's it's kind of the way I'm wired. But I have found though that so many people want to take they want to make the wrong thing serious. They don't take mm. they don't take period people seriously. They take issues seriously, and so rather than taking the person they're dealing with on a serious level, they they make some issue bigger than that person. Which I think uh, C.S. Lewis in weight in the weight of glory makes the case that you haven't taken someone seriously if you can't laugh with them. Hmm. And, Steve, uh, I need to uh, jump in here about something that we all take very seriously. It's a new curriculum that helps churches with abuse. It's called uh, churchcares.com. Becoming a church that cares well for the abused is a curriculum designed to equip the church on how to respond well to the initial report of abuse. This curriculum brings together top experts in various fields and helps and help leaders understand and implement the best practices for handling a variety of abuse scenarios at church, school, or ministry. If you are in the U.S., you can learn more and get it for free by texting Church Cares to 888-111. And if you're outside of the U.S., just go to churchcares.com. So, yes, taking it very seriously and um, still love, still sort of uh, sitting in the midst of this idea that uh, bullies do not like. I, I know, Josh, you, you did that segue about as well as you could. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I have to. I, I know. And it's actually a very important issue, one that we're certainly supportive of here mm-hmm. at uh, EST. Um, so, yeah, go check out churchcares.com. Um, definitely, definitely worth your time. Great curriculum, by the way. We're going to be going through it uh, at West Bradenton. Oh, very good. Fantastic. I'm looking forward to looking at that as well. I, let me just ask, like, that's – Exactly what all is that addressing church with churchcares.com? What kind of abuse exactly? Sexual it, abuse. Sexual yeah, it's mainly abuse. sexual okay. abuse, mm-hmm. but it, it, it obviously would apply. A lot of their stuff would apply to just about any kind any of Any kind of abuse. abuse. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Definitely yeah. worth your time. Yeah. yeah. Outstanding. So tell us some of the earlier on wins uh, in this. You know, I love the attitude you and your wife took. You're going to have fun, love on people. But what are some of the other wins, maybe just from an administrative or a leadership point of view as you were revitalizing the church? And what's the name of the church? Have we said that? No, we haven't yet. It's the yeah. Foothills Community Church. Foothills uh, Community. So what were some uh, yeah. of the wins there? Uh, you know, so – Starting off, one of the – I have to be honest with you. One of the greatest wins that we had was um, a, a staff person that we were able to hire, um, an administrator who um, through those early years was just fiercely loyal to my wife mm-hmm. and was um, – and worked really well with me. I'm an ideas guy and I'm a people person. And so you've probably – you can probably imagine then that administrative um, things are not – always the highest on my priority list. And so uh, having a, uh, an administrator come on board that was really able to organize a- and create excellent uh, lines of communication within the whole congregation was just a huge asset. So um, I- I'm kind of of the opinion that uh, of the spiritual gifts listed in uh, in Romans, uh, Romans 12, that probably the most overlooked one is the spiritual gift of administration. It's just to me, it's mind blowing, um, mm. and so that was a huge win having um, having someone that was able to to really help us out in that way and put practical execution uh, to to hopefully good ideas. Um, I guess probably one of the biggest wins then as well was um, being able to really settle into um, some of the just settling into having stable 
consistent um, practices in a ministry. Um, again, coming from a, a more charismatic background and, and coming from, you know, uh, having a whole church that really came from a charismatic background, we were very much used to um, swinging for the stars. So everything had to be a home run. And really transitioning the church from that idea that everything has to be a home run to everything that we have to do or that we do should be consistent and should and should be sensible, you know. And so let's just try to get on base. Um, mm-hmm. Let's let's stop trying to to impress everyone with everything that we're doing. Let's stop trying to uh, to spark a, a, a mind blowing revival every Sunday. Let's just be stable, consistent and trustworthy and uh um and so probably the biggest thing was making that transition as a as a church mentally from uh every sunday should be a conference to every sunday should be sunday i really um, like that i do find that a lot of replanters planters a lot of um folks just are so concerned with um, the idol of perfection that everything is and i mean mm-hmm. what started off with a good concept that we do things with excellence uh, mm-hmm. becomes somewhat of an idol and i still think we should do things the best we can but um, striving for excellence at everything um, becomes the idol instead of being faithful or you know just relational and god honoring mm-hmm. and relationships are messy and so that's just my take on it so and, and there's really something to be added to perseverance as well mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. you know if you're talking about how do you endure a ministry how do you persevere as a, as a christian I mean, it, it's a lot of what Steve is saying. It's, you know, hitting a lot of singles, if you want to use a baseball mm-hmm. analogy, which is yeah. kind of my, my Yeah, that's your deal? Um, yeah, that's that's so, a little white one. Yeah. <laughs> it is, yes. Um, and, and, and so part of perseverance is simply uh, just taking one step at a time. Yeah. Um, you know, let Sunday be Sunday. I love that. That's Steve, you're just so full of wisdom. I mean, this, is, <laughs> this has been great. You're just so smart. Steve. That's a, he is. You're accusing me of all kinds of stuff I haven't been accused of before. So I, I, I know I've never it's seen radio, this side man. of you and it's great. Well, I have to have you back on the podcast. <laughs> well, I would love that. I would absolutely love that. Um, the, we'll, we'll, we'll check the ratings first. Oh, that's we'll a, know later. That's an excellent point. So your your ratings from Quebec are about to go down, but um, it's all right. I don't know. We they might. We might but the Canadian people. Texans are all excited. Yeah, <laughs> shooting guns. I'm just picturing people shooting guns in the air. Yeah, uh, it'd be fantastic. Yeah, I sing a song to my kids. I sang this to them when they would go to bed. Uh, Let, yeah. Let's not, Steve. Okay, but the. <laughs> But it was, wouldn't it be great if everyone had a gun? And, oh, my uh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. So In like, the wild. Yeah. So that's what they fell asleep listening to. Are you are you still in VBS mode, Josh? Man, we are in it right now. We are too. Yeah. Micah, are you doing Love VBS it. this year? Ours was uh, three weeks ago, two or three weeks ago. Oh, awesome. Steve, do they have VBS, VBS in Canada? We do have VBS in Canada. Now, one of the things, though, that our church has really been focused on is uh, one of the visions of our church is that we're... Um, we're neighborhood focused. And so we don't do a big, low, uh, a big centralized VBS. We do backyard VBSs oh, in communities. Cool. Uh, and so, um, we've got one actually happening in our backyard in a couple weeks. And then, uh, yeah. And it, so all the neighborhood kids, like it's just kids that my kids have relationship with and, and that, uh, we're friends with their parents or whatever that get invited to it. Is so. that, is that neighborhood shift something that has come recently through the rebuy or was that always the way that Foothills went? No, no. Foothills was never that way. Uh, Foothills was very much a, we're going to be a cool church and attract everyone to us. Mm. Uh, kind of a, a model. And um, and that was another major shift for us was saying, 
Um, we're not going to, I, I don't want people to think that our church is cool. I want people to know that we think they're cool. And um, so if they hear a good thing about our church or they hear a bad thing about us, I, I'm hoping that everyone in Okotoks will respond or in the Foothills area will respond. That may or may not be true, but every time I've interacted with them, they sure seem to like me. And um, and so taking more of that approach where we're, we want to be a blessing to them and, and yeah. we want them to like that we interacted well, Steve, so, man, I've so appreciated your time on the show today, especially some of the the jewels that you're dropping there with the whole, you know, smile and, you know, just be happy through it. And then um, being the neighborhood type of approach, just getting on base, those sort of things are so helpful for a revitalization or a replants. Uh, if somebody wants to connect with you um, further, Twitter, mm -hmm. that sort of thing, how do they do that? Uh, yeah, I guess I'm... Uh, I'm on uh, Instagram. I, I I think I'm technically on Twitter, but I don't do Twitter because okay. uh, I'm not that Twitter. kind of a person. It's Twitter. because you're Canadian. That's I'm Canadian. Canadian. Yeah. Um, but yeah, th I think it's the P dot Steve um, is is what I am at uh, on on Instagram. Yep. Cool. And um, pictures of beautiful yeah. Canada. Absolutely. Putting some video. In fact, I just had some video on there a couple days ago of me driving through Canmore or driving to Canmore. So cool. Um, well, brother, you're, you're a great guy, you know. Well, <laughs> Josh, you make a really bad Canadian, man. I know. You've got to, you've got to bail out of that, everything. man. I think that. Well, and, and just to pay right. you back, then, uh, thank y'all for having me on. Thank y'all. That's right. Amen. And, uh, all right. That's all the time we have for today's show. Check us out later. Make sure you subscribe, review, and rate us on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast. We'll talk to you later. You've been listening to EST, a discussion for the established church. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter, as well as subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, Google Play, or your favorite podcatcher. Thanks for listening. EST is proud to be a part of the LifeWay Leadership Podcast Network.